Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You are hot, you are smart, and you're fun to be around. So start acting like it. Okay? <laughs> now. <laughs> On this episode of The Commercial Break. Your audience is just a bunch of masochists. They just want me to be their dom. It's unbelievable. <laughs> if you were a dom... I'd be amazing. I know. If you were a dom, I think you'd be a I'd I think be, you'd be so a good, good dom. at it, wouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> just, I just think that would be a great fit. And that's and called talent, people. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is Christina. our local D-list celebrity, Christina. Best to you, Christina. Oh, best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. <laughs> All right, so right out of the gate. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, because I I told you my most embarrassing concert that I've ever been to last time I was here. Okay. But I have now topped that embarrassing concert with yet another embarrassing concert. <laughs> Let me get the rumors out of the way. Uh-huh. Let me settle everybody down for a second. It's not yes. Dua Lipa. It's not Dua Lipa. <laughs> I would not be embarrassed about that. I'd be like, what's up, Dua Lipa? That'd be amazing. With all the boys. I went with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> me but and the no, boys went to me. see Dua. Settle down, sister. Uh, <laughs> but what I did do is I took my wife, because I'm a loving husband, who wants to see and it gets excited by others' enjoyment in their own particular Amazing. hobbies and loves and cares. I took my wife to see Jonas Brothers. He's benevolent. He, I am. What can I say? <laughs> and I gotta tell you, uh-huh. I gotta tell you this, I'm, and I'm not embarrassed to say this, because okay. I've already told you I went to the Jonas Brothers concert. <laughs> How low can we go? <laughs> I have to tell you that if I had a choice between seeing Taylor Swift's uh, outrageous stage production again, mm-hmm. or seeing the Jonas Brothers a second time, mm-hmm. which probably will never happen also, I would tell you that I would go see the Jonas Brothers again. That's weird to me. Is it weird? Yeah. Why? Well, because I feel like the pro- purely like the production value of like a Taylor Swift show is probably way higher than a Jonas Brothers show. But for sure. Like, and so I'm like, oh, I'm in it for the show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let me explain mine. Okay. My think my line of thinking on this. And Nasser okay. and I had a long conversation about this on the way home. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift music is well known there's a lot of songs that you know from taylor swift if you're just a human being who happens to be in tune yeah alive and in tune with anything having to do with pop culture you know a couple of taylor swift songs jonas brothers less known Mm -hmm. but very popular in their own right red dress what is that red dress red dress i don't know that one i think it's from like it's from burning up maybe and it's like it's a it's a meme basically it's like it's like red dress and then nick goes red dress Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. And then they showed a girl in the red dress like when they were singing that song. Oh, did and the they? whole okay. fucking place went absolutely because bananas. Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's like the lead guy. He's the guy who's going through a divorce with the Sophie Turner, Queen of the North. Oh my god. Fucking love her. She is so incredibly good. What a badass. Uh, she's bitch. Uh, she's mm, delicious, stunning, uh, she amazing, talented delicious. queen. She's a delicious, Slay. delicious human being. Slay, that's right. <laughs> Seems like <laughs> I just wanted to get you to say slay, 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 sister. slay queen. I will t- say this: that Joe looked a bit out of sorts <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, it looked good. like. I mean, I mean, you divorce the queen of the north, you must be suffering. You had. 
I'll tell you a couple of things that I noticed, but let me share with you my reasoning okay, why yeah, I would sorry. go see Jonas Brothers. Well, it was me that went off track because that's what I always do. <laughs> the reason why I would go see Jonas Brothers over Taylor Swift uh-huh. is because pure, purely from a musicality standpoint, from it's okay. closer to the type of thing that I would enjoy mm-hmm. organically than Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's production is something I've never seen. I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like it in my entire life. The stage is huge. Everything's grand. These are people at the top of their fucking game yeah. putting together this Taylor Swift thing we got the b players doing the jonas brothers but it's not a bad show i mean it's not like technically it wasn't a bad show fireworks and lights and the whole nine yards Mm. but they had a horn section that is cool they had three guitars they had a bass two drummers lots of backup singers i know music yeah yeah you know music (laughs) you know how it goes i played saxophone in ninth grade (laughs) i played the french horn come at me you did yes (laughs) i thought those french horn players were a little weird yeah (laughs) Yeah. I was looking at my yearbook last night when I got back from the Jonas Brothers. Don't okay, ask me why. Sure. My Having yearbook from junior year. And uh, the, I just, I was looking at, I was in band. So I was looking at the band pictures. Right. And I do remember the French horn girls kind of being strange. I was, yeah, we're weird. Yeah. What can I say? You know, you got to stick your horn. hand up at <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really you do have to stick your hand up the big horn. It's weird. It's like just having your hand like up and ass, yeah, up and the, ass whole the whole time. Are you just, are you just like you moving it in and out? It's a vibe. Uh, I'm not arguing. And you know what? Anybody. The French horn is a beautiful instrument. It does have a beautiful tone it's to it. I will beautiful. tell you. That. Yeah, I agree like, with you. Yeah, it was a weird choice, but you know what? It was it was cool. <laughs> I don't know something about those French horn girls. Yeah, <laughs> sluts. Yeah, total hussies. And I went to I went to Catholic school, hussy. (laughs) That's what my mom would say. Total hussy, Brian. She's a total hussy. (laughs) What does that mean, mom? (laughs) Someone that likes to get it from multiple people. Hussy, hussy. I love it. So, from a musicality standpoint, the it's a little bit more rocky than than Taylor's. Yeah. So, from that pure angle right there, I actually found myself nodding my head a little bit, like, oh, okay. I knew none of the Mm -hmm. lyrics, but. Um, and I was the only one in the stadium that didn't know any of the lyrics. Right. I can I can appreciate just how many people in that crowd. Yeah. And it was way more female than the Taylor Swift audience. There were a lot of guys in Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, that makes sense. Jonas Brothers, not so much. Um, but yeah. I, I, I found myself bobbing along to some of the songs. And they were so quick. Like, they, they did five albums back to back to back. And they were running rip shot over mm-hmm. those songs. Maybe a minute, maybe two minutes, possibly three minutes long. Back to back to back to back. Bang, 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 bang. No mm-hmm. crowd interaction. The crowd act- interaction that they did do was mainly done by Joe. And mm-hmm. he seemed like he might have been a little drunk or something. Yeah. He had a sway going on that was like unmistakable to me as a guy who spent uh-huh. a lot of time on the inside of a bar. Swaying. Swaying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as a guy who spent a lot of time on the inside of a bar and a guy who probably a lot of other people saw they doing like, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, he's drunk. <laughs> Joe seemed off his off. Yeah. He seemed off. I've seen some videos online of him like. Oh, really? Definitely seeming drunk at a concert. On stage? On stage. Recently? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't look good. No. It's not a good look. It's not like, a good look. I mean... What are you going to do? Like, I went through yeah. a divorce, and I was allowed to be drunk and fucked up in my own house by Not myself, me and my dogs watching Top Chef mm-hmm. uh, for, like, an entire year. But Joe has yeah. to go out on stage almost every night of the week. These guys have a tour yeah. that's going on that's mm-hmm. unbelievable. They are doing the same set list night after night, yeah. just like Taylor does, and they're doing it almost six nights a week. Yeah, but what I will say is, from what I've heard, <laughs> I'm a gossip queen. <laughs> go for it, girl. Tell me. Give me the dish. I love the goss. Dish. <laughs> from dish what I've heard, deets. he did file for divorce from her that's without telling said. her. Oh, really? Yeah, she found out through the media. And am I correct in saying this because I have a wife who also is into all these details, all mm-hmm. these gossipy de- details? I, love, I mean, I love drama. What can I say? I love drama, too. Yeah. I, we talk. I mean, I create it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my job. You do love drama, and I, I love that it. about you. <laughs> Thank you. We are kindred spirits in yeah. that way. Yeah. What, is it true or not true, and you can fill me in on the details, okay. that Joe reportedly was upset by all of the, the like late night comings and goings of his ex-wife? In other words, she, he didn't like the fact she was out at the bar all the oh, time and drinking all yeah, the time. Yeah, he, like, tried to say that, but then it sort of, like, backfired on him. Like, his PR was really bad uh, at the beginning of this whole divorce thing. Yeah. Because it was, like, like all through sort of the pandemic, all of her interviews and stuff 
basically she was like, oh, yeah, like I'm such a homebody. Like I love being in quarantine. This is great. Whatever. Joe's the one that's like really suffering. Like he's such an extrovert. He always wants to be out, blah, blah, blah. So like it feels like he's kind of trying to like flip the script and be like, she's a bad mother, blah, blah, blah. But then like apparently he is held back the passports from her and her kids or not her but from her kids because she was in london filming okay and he was in the u.s doing the tour with a nanny uh. and the kids uh. right and um their supposed permanent home was in england uh but now he's an american like wouldn't give the kids passports back to sophie uh. and so it's kind of shitty yeah so she had to come back to new york and coincidentally she's staying in one of taylor swift's I guess many homes. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's this is what I've heard. I mean, I don't know if any of this is true. Probably. But like, um, yeah. So she like is, smoke, and then fire. she stepped out like with Taylor Swift, um, like for dinner and stuff. So they've been like papped together. And, true or um, not true? One of the Jonas Brothers dated Taylor Swift. Joe. Joe. Yeah. Oh, Joe dated Joe. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay, so both of these exes are getting together yes. and kind of giving him a mm-hmm. big fuck you. Mm-hmm. And there's an amazing paparazzi shot of Taylor at dinner with her, like literally jaw dropped, like horrified at whatever Sophie's telling her. Something really? like She's like, Interesting. Or it's like it's like the type of fo- like photo like we know that look yeah it's the look you give when you're like i will kill that man yeah it, i will kill that man and i know exactly what mm-hmm. you're talking about yeah. like i know who he is yeah. and this I mean, is even surprising for me right mm-hmm. yeah so i will share this drama. i have never seen so much private security yeah for one human being there were for i who? counted for taylor swift for joe jonas for joe jonas oh Ta- so when you go okay. to a big concert like this, just, and I know this just from a s- small amount of time I've spent in, in the live production world, that you usually have like state patrol officers are somewhere around. Okay. Then you have the local police department. You may have specialized uh, police officers who specialize in working big events and crowds. So there's probably two, maybe 300 officers that are mm-hmm. around any particular live show like this big sold out live show. And then you have the train security guards who are usually standing up front, making yes. sure that no one gets on stage. Mm-hmm. That are specific to that arena, they're, but they're trained. And then you have the untrained security guards who are just walking around pointing the flashlight at people telling them not to smoke pot or whatever. Right. Then probably most of these famous people have some kind of private security that rolls with them mm-hmm. that are highly trained security guards. Like, you know, ex-IDF, yeah. Israeli Defense Forces, you know, old CIA guys, mm-hmm. uh, FBI dudes, whatever. There were, I counted, no less than 10 private security guards that walked out with the three boys and followed them around the stage in front of the stage. So there was this this big stage. Uh It came out into the crowd. And then there was a walkway so they could get to this little podium where they had a piano in the back of the arena. These guys were following them around the the I mean, stage. No offense, but like they're not the Beatles. No, they aren't. Like but this just feels like a little like overkill. Doesn't it seem like a little much? It seems like a lot. And I noticed and that like, they were paying just the Jonas Brothers. I, they were paying extra close attention to Joe. And well, I maybe because they're like we we all kneel for the Queen of the North, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> like we're here. He might I'm be getting throw death tomatoes threats. <laughs> That's right. At Joe on stage. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. When I throw the tomato. <laughs> That's me. When I see Joe, I'm like, <laughs> I love you. Yeah, you're a fangirl, I think. I am. I'm, I'm fan, I'm a, I will never miss another Jonas Brothers concert ever again. <laughs> Just for that <laughs> horn section. I know. Astrid bought a t-shirt for me to wear to the concert, and I was like, Astrid, I, there is no fucking way on earth. That I am wearing that T-shirt. I love that she did that. Though. Yeah, she tried to get me to fanboy, but I'm like, I, I don't know one of their fucking that. songs except for one. Except for Rand No, the song. Kick by the ocean. Oh, I fucking hate that song. That's also not even the Jonas Brothers. That's just Joe. Why would we eat cake by the ocean? Why is that a thing? Who eats cake where there's sand? Who wants sand in their food? I don't even like having a drink on the the beach sometimes because I get sand everywhere. It is the most ridiculous lyrics I have ever heard. And I fucking hate it. I know. And everybody, like, the the crowd went absolutely bananas when this song. That's so annoying. I think that song came out when I was in college and one of my roommates used to play it all the time. And I was like, turn this Turn it the fuck off. But then I was busy, like, hyper fixating on another album. So she probably hated me doing that too. Which album were you hyper fixating on? Um, Sylvan Esso's. Uh, I guess it's like their, like, 
titular album. <laughs> it's like SE or so. I don't know what the actual album's called, but it's Sylvan Esso. Tits. It's called yes, Tits. It's called Tits. Sylvan Esso. Yeah. I have never heard of this. It's um kind of like yeah, I'm not like a music girl. I don't know how to describe things. Uh, is it rock? No. Is it jazz? No. Is it blues? No. Is it pop? Kind of. Is it like dance it's music? It's like indie pop, maybe. Indie pop is Actually, cool. but it's kind of like synthy. In a little like electronic almost, okay. but it's not like electronic. <laughs> so is like it, that's not my vibe. But is it retro? Is that what you would call it? No, it's like vibey, like okay. vibey indie pop. Do you dance to it? You can. Is it moody? Kind of. Is it eclectic? Yes. I think we've described the uh, amazing Sylvanesso's <laughs> tits album. Uh, described here by Christina. Honestly, it's one of my like favorite albums. It was really a really a. If you could see any artist in the world, hard times. It, any artist in the world, alive or dead, any musical artist, alive or dead, who would you see? Um, maybe this is a lame choice. <laughs> There's no lame choices, but only lame people. So go for it. I think I would want to see James Taylor. You'd want to see James Just Taylor for the nostalgia for me because it's like that's oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like the album I grew up listening to. Um. Like it was, you know, in the in that CD player all the time. It was like James Taylor's greatest hits, and so whenever I listen to that album, it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy. He's certainly a talented artist. Yeah, I love I th- James. He's Taylor. a little yacht rocky for me, James Taylor. Oh, I love it. Man. I know. I, I know a lot. Of, I know a it lot of people who like James Taylor. It brings me a lot Taylor. of peace. It would be that or like Eva Cassidy, which is another weird choice, mm. and I'd probably spend the whole time crying. Well, I think I would pick Velvet Underground. I think I, I would pick the Velvet Underground. <laughs> of course, you don't. <laughs> The Velvet Underground. You don't know who the Velvet Underground is. Is it a band? It, that would be a good. That would be a good choice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're a band who was put together by Andy Warhol okay. back in the seventies. I know that name. There you go. <laughs> so they were, um, I guess, kinship. They were around the same time when the Doors were around. Okay. Yeah. Zeppelin stuff like that. But they were a very avant-garde. Okay. Lou Reed, who you may have heard that name before. No, Lou no. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Jesus a music girl. Christ. I am not a music girl. I don't know anything about I'm sending history. you Lou Reed. Lou Reed is like, he's a famous heroin addict. Oh, one great. Of their, one of their, Love that. One of their best songs, in my opinion, is a song called Heroin. That's oh. just the name of the song is Heroin. But the Velvet Underground are one of the most incredibly eclectic yet moody and simple music, rock musicians okay. you have ever heard. I actually think you would get into it. I'm okay. just taking a guess, but I think you would get into it if you would listen to it. Well, color me intrigued. Uh, I will color you whatever color you want. <laughs> intrigued. <laughs> intrigued. The color is intrigued. I am colorblind, so I don't know what that is. Oh, but. God, I forgot about that. So untrustworthy. And, you know, if I could tell you something uh, about the Jonas Brothers, I will tell you this. Mm. There couldn't be a band further away from the Velvet Underground <laughs> than the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't think I'll be taking a second swipe at the Jonas Brothers, but if I had to, yeah. I would go. Yeah. I would go. Okay. All right. Well, I say good on the Jonas Brothers. And good, sure. No matter what. No matter what. I say good drunk. on Kevin. What's that? Good on Kevin. Yeah. So Astrid, Kevin's my number one. <laughs> so I don't know who any of these are. These these guys are. I don't know. Joe is Joe. I don't mm-hmm. know any of their names. Nick, so Joe, and Kevin. Nick, Joe, and Kevin. So Astrid's giving me the whole rundown, and she says, "There's there's the other brother," and That's I go, "Kevin." Right. Everyone says the other brother is Kevin. Well, so. there's actually another brother. And there's a th- there's a fourth brother. Yeah. Okay. So Astrid tells me this. And then somehow in my mind, I ask her a follow-up question. He's on stage, and she says, yes, he's right there. And she points. There's a guy playing guitar that's mm-hmm. got dark, curly hair. And I say, oh, that that's the guy. That's Kevin right yeah. there. That's the fourth brother. Yeah. And she goes, yes. And no. I go, oh, okay. Okay. So the entire concert for like 21 songs, I'm like watching the fourth brother and thinking to myself, what a fucking shitty fucking straw to pull. Like you Mm -hmm. got the fourth brother and the Jonas Brothers and now you're playing backup guitar to your brother. Like you get paid the same. Mm -hmm. How does dad feel about this? What kind of dinner conversations are going on? I'm all concerned about Kevin, the fourth brother. And so at intermission, I go, man, I really feel bad for that fourth brother and she goes which fourth brother i go the jonas brothers fourth brother and she goes yeah he you know he's probably he's not a musician so he probably does i go well he seems pretty talented he's up there playing bass guitar and guitar and she goes the fourth brother's not up there playing bass guitar and guitar i go i just asked you about the fourth brother and you said it was that guy and she's like it's not that guy i'm talking when i say the other brother i'm talking about kevin the forgotten jonas brother 
Wait. Okay. There's the three main ones who are yes. there. You're, yes. There's that's the three ones that were Nick, on Kevin, and Joe. But Kevin apparently is the one that's not as popular as he, the other yes, two? Yes. But okay. then there's also Frankie, who's okay. the fourth brother. I was totally confused. Yeah. I thought Kevin was the bass guitarist. And so the entire time, I'm feeling bad for Kevin. I'm watching the interaction <laughs> on stage between Kevin so and the other dumb. three. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, they really don't treat him very well. They're like not paying <laughs> much attention to him. They hate him. Yeah, Justice for Kevin. <laughs> Justice for Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, oh my God. Kevin doesn't have any laurels to rest you on. You know what? Kevin's the only one that seems remotely normal, so I'm here for Kevin. Yeah, 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 Brian, we get it. But back to me. I mean, this TCB promo. Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3, and you might just hear yourself on the show. Want to text us instead? Lucky for you, we also have a number just for that. Text us at 855-TCB-8383 and give us compliments. You can also always go to tcbpodcast.com for all of our audio and video. Find us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And find us on youtube.com slash The Commercial Break for fully edited episodes. Now that that's done, let's listen to a few sponsors and get back to this episode of The Commercial Break. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer and i just love this product it's actually kind of serendipitous that i am suffering from allergies today just took my claritin d and i quite frankly look forward to the relief and so i don't sound like a duck fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away find claritin d at your pharmacy counter ask for claritin d at your local pharmacy counter you don't even need a prescription go to claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live claritin clear please use as directed and we want to thank claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of brian's allergies symptoms. Thanks, Claritin. Well, how old are these guys? In their 20s He's or 30s? In his 30, I think they're all in their 30s. That's also an aspect of the divorce that um, I can't get behind, or I guess can get behind because it is, they are divorcing. Yeah. But um, Sophie Turner was like 19 when she started dating him, and he was like 20... Uh, 28? 26? 26 27? 27? He was like in his mid to late 20s. Okay. And now she's like 26 and he's like 33. Okay. And so now her frontal lobe has developed and she's like, mm, this was a bad idea. That's what I was That's what I was saying to Astrid. I'm like, yeah, listen. I'm like, this poor girl, she got duped. You know, she, and when she was in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. right, she's just nude everywhere. And it's. I think, it, I think we can all agree that part of the popularity of the show. Is po- she that nude in that show? The Khaleesi? No, Sophie Turner. Oh, I don't. I thought she was the Khaleesi. Oh, I'm totally Brian, fucking confused. Brian, Brian, Brian. I thought he was married to Khaleesi. No, that is Amelia Clark. Okay. I didn't <laughs> watch the show. And she was only naked like the first season, and then she got to negotiate it out of her contract. I was going to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> so Sophie Turner was who? The Queen of the North, Sansa. Sansa Stark. Okay. Now I know who you're talking about. She's I don't know why John's those two confused. Sister. A John's sister. Okay. I was going to talk about the Khaleesi. No. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I thought Joe was married to the Khaleesi. You are a fool. Uh, listen, I don't know the fucking thing about the Jonas Brothers. I don't know anything about their lives. I can, yeah, but you've watched Game of Thrones. I haven't watched that much Game of Thrones. Uh, I've watched two ep- two full episodes. Let me tell you my experience with Game of Thrones. Okay. Don't get mad at me. Don't <laughs> give me fucking attitude. I'm gonna. Don't give me attitude. I, I freaking love Game of Thrones. I sign your paycheck. Well, Astrid, I, Astrid uh, does, yeah, that's but true. whatever. Astrid does. <laughs> Astrid does. Yeah, screw okay. you. Get whatever. Astrid in here. <laughs> Uh, to fire you, I have to go through Astrid, and yeah. I don't think she's going to allow it because that means I have to spend yeah. my entire life in the studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I I get invited when Game of Thrones is it's season two, the 
the watch party or whatever. Uh-huh. And so what I get invited to this party, a friend of the girl that I'm dating at the time, it is all it is a crowd of very eclectic nerds. Let's just say it that way, yeah. right? Nerds. And that's kind of the crowd. And I've met plenty of them and they're wonderful human beings. I have not a bad word to say about any of them, but they are very into what they're very into. And Game of Thrones <laughs> was at this moment the thing that they were into. Uh-huh. So this party is on a Sunday night because I think that's when it was yeah. airing, right? Sunday night. And I get invited. It's like starts at 6 p.m. And I'm like, okay, 6 p.m. But the thing doesn't come on until 10 p.m. or whatever. We get there and the place is packed. There's like 20 people in this small apartment and they are just starting season one mm-hmm. of, they're going to watch, rewatch the entire season one and then get to- All in one night? All in one night. That's Christina. crazy. It was nuts. It was like, this party's going to go on until three or four in the morning. That's crazy. And I'm thinking to myself, I can't do this. I can't do this. So I'm sitting there trying to watch season one and they are all- well, they probably all know everything know, about it. And That's they're annoying. Like, well, this is different from the book. One of the guys has a copy yeah. of the book. You see this? Off. And I'm like, I can't deal with all this bullshit. I just want to. The books in the show are totally different. It's just not the same thing. Like, don't get hung up on it. I, these guys were all hung That's up on annoying. it. That's annoying. I hate that for you. These I wish you had had a different guys. experience. I know. I wish I did too. Because I watched that. It's a great show. That first episode. And then I made it halfway through the second episode. And by the by the end You're of the like, second I hour, I know, seriously, Christina, <laughs> I just couldn't deal with it. That's fair. And then anytime I heard the word Game of Thrones, all I could think about was that party where I was mm-hmm. absolutely annoyed by the pausing and the talking and yeah. the, this You're about like, the book. And I just need to be contrarian book. about this and I not know. watch it. And there was a guy next to me and he was like, wanted to explain every bit of it as no. I was going on. Please don't shut do that up. to me. Yeah. If we are watching a TV show or anything together, please shut the fuck up. Is this not the most annoying thing in the I world to you? I fucking hate I it. I fucking hate um, it. If you have something to say, like get it out of the way before or wait, take notes, talk about it after. Absolutely. <laughs> or like we can pause if we need need to but don't get crazy astrid is one of these people and i love her dearly and my sister is too (laughs) is that every time astrid needs to ask the question as it's happening and a lot of times if we're watching like a drama based show (laughs) fictional show she's asking me what i think happens at the end and i'm like we don't know yet we don't know i don't know (laughs) <laughs> what what I think is irrelevant because I don't know what happens. There's yeah. a lot of foreshadowing that's going on here. Here's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But then Astrid has to ask a question about every character and about what I think about yeah. a character. And I love her dearly. But, it, but shut up. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, babe, can we do this at the end? Yeah, we can have a recap. Let's debrief after. <laughs> but please, please don't talk about it now. Y'all are being legitimate assholes. <laughs> well, yes, we are. Because people talking during a show is not a good thing. Don't like it. Oh, God, drives me crazy. It makes me so mad. So my experience with Game of Thrones was shot from the beginning. Yeah, fair. But maybe I have to go take a rewatch. Maybe I. Th- you know what? I, I watched, like, I was not a Game of Thrones person. I never watched it. I think I read, like, one of the books... Because I like to read. Yeah. But then I was like, there's too much going on in here. I'm not into it. It's- and um, then I watched, because season seven was about to start. And so me and my sister and my dad, they had, my sister and my dad had already seen it. Mm. They were like, let's rewatch from the beginning. And I was like, fuck yeah. All right, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. So we watched it one summer before it came out. And I got hooked. And I was like, yes, I, I love that drama. <sighs> there's so much drama. You know, I probably should watch it. And I'll tell you why. I never watched those. Uh, what were the three, uh, four J.R. Token movies? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Okay, <gasps> hold on, hold on. Before okay. you get, to, before you crawl directly at my asshole, okay. give me a sec. I, I'm about to set up camp <laughs> <laughs> with that French horn hand of yours. I got to be careful. <laughs> it's, it's very experienced. <laughs> going to start playing Brian's asshole. So, <laughs> barf. I, I hear an HR complaint coming. Um, <laughs> Astrid. Astrid. <laughs> So, I, I'm with my ex-wife. We're dating. And the third movie has, mm-hmm. has just come out on video, on DVD. And there's <laughs> still a blockbuster down the street. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, she says, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. She's like, I cannot believe you have not seen Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You would love it. And I'm like, I will not. I can guarantee you I'm not into that fantasy drama bullshit. Like, I'm just not into fantasy uh-huh. shit. I'm not into J.R. Tolkien. I'm not into any of that stuff. And she says, give it a try. If in the first 30 minutes you don't like it, then turn it off, right? And I'm like, I'm not committing the two and a half hour fucking movie that I know I'm not going to like anyway. (laughs) But because I like the girl that I'm dating and she's telling, she's asking me to do something on her behalf, I said, okay, I'll do it. Let's go rent it. So we go rent it. I don't know. Maybe it's 10 o'clock on a Saturday. We go, we rent it. We put it in. 
Within 20 minutes, I pause the movie. The blockbuster's mm-hmm. within walking distance. I put on my coat and I go walk to the blockbuster to get the other two movies oh. because I want to watch them back to back to back. Yes! And I did. In yes! one night, I watched them all back to back to back. I, I watched the sunrise to oh, Lord of the Rings. That makes me I so happy. I was so impressed by the movie. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Didn't understand a fucking word oh of it, God. but I loved it. I was like, this is incredible. Aragorn was my sexual awakening. Oh, really? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I was like, who is that yes. hot, hot, delicious man with uh, shoulder-length hair? Ear corn was her first sexual awakening. <laughs> Regular corn was my first sexual it awakening. Was, it was uh, that and stick it, if you know you know. Don't know. Stick yeah, it. because you're not a little gay, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm all gay! <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, ladies. Stick it was like a gymnastics movie, and it's... I've it's, seen it. Oh, you I've know it. it. You yeah, know yeah, it. I've okay, cool. It. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it, and I actually liked it. Oh, I thought it was okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Stick it and Aragorn. <laughs> Are your sexual awakenings? Yeah. <laughs> Are you in love with cookware? What's going on? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, okay. as our resident single lady, yeah, I have a little game I want to play. Okay. There is a company out there. I, I I haven't used this product much, but I will say that we're going to use it today. And I want to shout out and I want to give credit to where the content is coming from because I think that's an important thing to do. Mm-hmm. Poddex. So, so benevolent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's so nice. Poddex is a company who provides an app where you can go and flip through a bunch of categories and uh-huh. they give you ideas for your podcast, hence the name Poddex. I have had the app on my phone for a while, but I don't use it because I just find it not to be relevant to the commercial break. How do you, uh, which topic do you use when you're on an ADHD podcast (laughs) where nothing ever gets talked about for more than a minute and a half? But they have a category called love and relationships. And these are questions you should be asking yourself or the one that you're dating. Okay. And so I thought that I would shoot a few of these your way. And let's see how you answer these questions as okay. our resident well, single. before we get into it, yes. I need to clear something up. Go. About Rose Jail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Please. So, Rose Jail. Okay. So, I just call it Rose Jail. It's not actually Rose Jail. Um, two. Okay. So, it's not... Hinge is not deciding who's hot, who's not. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to go, hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. <laughs> I was going to, but I was, I'm trying to stay away from low-hanging fruit. Away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um... <laughs> They don't decide who's hot, who's not, and put them in your... It's called the standouts category or whatever. Um, What they do... It's their algorithm. It's who you like. Who you would most likely be interested in, that is who gets put in Rose Jail. Well, that is even more shitty. Yeah. No, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. So here are the people you're most likely to... Here's some people you are most likely to care for, to be connected with. Yeah, they're like, oh, these are the standouts of people like we really think you really like. And then you go to look at it, and then if you want to like someone, you have to send a rose. You're not just allowed to like them like a regular person. You have to send them a rose, and you only get like one rose a day or something. And if you want to send more, you have to upgrade. And it's $15 a month. I just looked at it because I was like, obviously, I would never do it. But um, yeah. And when you send someone a rose, it goes to the top of their likes pile. So they see it first. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So the principle is the same. Yes. What it is, is that they're picking the hot people for you. Yes. So it is an algorithm that's mm-hmm. picking it. Yes. So Hinge is making this decision. Yes. Okay. The, or the algorithm, yeah. whatever it is. Hinge and the algorithm yeah, are no, no. Li- likely the same correct. thing. correct. And then they're making you pay to get together with the people you most likely are to, are to be to connected with. To send more than one like to like this group of 10 people or whatever. Because they'll give you like a new group every day or a new, and a new group of standouts oh, every few days God. or something. I don't know. I don't really look at them, but there are People say there are ways to like beat the algorithm where you can um, just get like say no to everyone in your standouts. And then like if you keep doing that, then eventually it'll be like, oh, you don't like these people and it'll put them in your regular likes. But then it's like you have to play the freaking algorithm to just see people you'd like on a freaking dating app. It sucks so much. I'm thinking about maybe deleting it. And um, maybe doing Bumble instead. I don't know. We at Hinge care about you and the community (laughs) of single people we're trying to tailor to. People that are most likely to stalk you, have a field day. Oh, my God. (laughs) Open a can of worms. People you're most likely to connect with in a sincere way, unfortunately, we have to pay to meet those people. It is the most 
That's so it's fucked up. Fucked up to it's me. It's so fucked up. That's so fucked up to me. Yeah. That hinges making a decision to put to put the people that you are most likely to have a sincere mm-hmm. connection with behind a paywall. Yeah. Because they want money. All the other shitheads. Yeah. That are most likely <laughs> that you're not going to connect They're with. They're in your likes already. They're in your likes already. <laughs> How twisted is that? It is fucked up. And then it's also just like there's a level of embarrassment in sending a rose. Of course. It's so fucking embarrassing. Whenever someone sends me a rose, I'm like, yikes. Ay. And it's it's awkward, but also I'm a catch. So, like, of course you're going to send me a rose. <laughs> You're a hot toddy. You're a hot toddy. A hot you need toddy. a rose. Now, of course you're going to send me a rose. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you get sent a rose, yeah. are you more likely to respond to someone who sends you a rose? Be honest. No. I think no? it's just the same. For, okay. It's just whether or not I like their answer or their whatever. <sighs> it's nice, though, that it does go to the top of your likes, pal, because if, if you're someone like me... <laughs> There's has, a lot to go through. Who has hundreds of I'm people. I'm going to clear them out. I'm going to clear them out and like start over. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And yeah. then I'll update you. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, if the responses that we got on the show last time you appeared are any indication, we can probably find you someone here <laughs> at the commercial break. They, Average age, 72 years your, old. Your audience is just a bunch of masochists. They just want me to be their dom. It's unbelievable. <laughs> if you were a dom. I'd be amazing. I know. If you were a dom, I think you'd be a. I'd I think be, you'd be so a good, good dom. at it, wouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> just, I just think that would be a great fit. And that's and called talent, people. <laughs> I knew a dom. I knew. I've known a couple doms. Actually. I'm sure you have. I lived <laughs> when I was in a band one time. I lived with six other people in this tiny fucking one. Was this like Free Willy or whatever? Yeah, Free Willy. <laughs> what is it called? Chopper Johnson. Chopper. Thirty-three Willy. 30, three, free Willy. Thirty-three P. Thirty-three P. I always name my bands with some kind of you know. Titular. <laughs> titular. <laughs> Some uh, kind of sexual innuendo. Yes. 33 Willie. <laughs> Chopper Johnson. Disgusting. I just can't help it. <laughs> Not disgusting. It's lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the girls loved it. That one girl loved they it. They loved it. <laughs> we had a lot of two fans. <laughs> we had a lot of people that unintentionally showed up at the bar when we were oh, playing. I'm I just sharing that. that with they you. They were just near. But we lived. I lived in this 1,200 square foot house uh-huh. with these six. Uh, there was six of us total, five bandmates, and then one girl of that the guy. That poor girl. And that poor girl. Don't talk about that poor girl. Oh, okay. That poor girl was a dom. Oh, hell yeah. And the guy... The guy in the band who was living with her was the submissive. I and love that. So they would oftentimes walk out of the bedroom and he was on a leash. And I am yes. not fucking kidding you. It was insane. Uh, have you seen the show Bonding? Bonding? I think it's Bonding. Bonding? Bonding? No. Bonding. No. Oh my God. It's on Netflix. It is so fucking good. It is beautifully made. And I think there's only two seasons of it right now, but it's about a girl who becomes a dominatrix. Really? Um, yeah. It's really awesome. I would and like to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I'm not into pain. And and pleasure at the same time. I'm kind of a baby yeah, in that, that way. Yeah. yeah. But I also, I had this attorney one time. He was an attorney. Okay. When I worked in the real estate industry. Super nice guy. He lived down the street from me. So we would oftentimes get together socially. Um, he's around my same age. So the first time I ever get invited over to his house, I go over there. There's drinks flowing and whatever's going on. There's like 12 of us in the house. Okay. Ten of, a, ten of the people quickly clear out of the house within an hour or two. It's getting late in the night. And so this guy, this attorney, he's, we're just, you know, sitting in the kitchen drinking, doing whatever. And he says, you want to see something cool? I'm like, yeah, I do want to see something cool. That, I, as long as it doesn't include me being tied up somewhere, I do want to see something cool. <laughs> Unfortunately, it did include. No. Not, I didn't get tied oh. up. <laughs> but he took me into his actual red room. Ah, <gasps> fuck off. With a actual fucking nest lock on the door in his house and when he opened it up christina i have seen the movies the 50 shades of gray movies another thing i did for my wife i saw the 50 shades of gray movies and that red room would go toe-to-toe with anything that was in that movie it was like it was lit darkly and properly (gasps) there were there were shelves like you know built-in bookshelves i call them bookshelves but they were really dildo shelves Mm -hmm. they had all of these toys and he had a sex chair he had a sex (gasps) table he had a sex swing oh my god all this fun that's so cool he was like not the guy you would expect to be doing this either it's always the guys that you never it's always the guys and girls that you never i love that but I just thought to myself, wow, my attorney is fucking wild. I mean, your he attorney is wild. stays fucking. He stays fucking. And he would date, 
he he loved the strip club and he would take these uh, dancers home uh-huh. all the time. Damn. And now I know why. Yeah. It's because they all wanted to go to the Red Room. Mm-hmm. God bless a Red Room. Oh, man. That's that's cool. That's Astrid's something. been asking for a Red Room. I gave her the TCB studio. <laughs> Didn't work out for yeah. her. <laughs> no dildos in here. Just you. <laughs> yeah. But I've been thinking about buying a pocket pussy. I don't know. A Call me A pocket pussy. If anybody has one they're I, not using, yeah. send it. <laughs> I did date a guy who had a couple of fleshlights. A couple of fleshlights? Yeah. <laughs> if I was going to get a pocket pussy, I would get a fleshlight. I yeah. Think. I, think, I mean, who, who doesn't nice, want an but... ice cream cone with a pussy on the back? <laughs> I I don't know. Obviously, I don't have a penis, so I don't know. Have you seen the shape of a fleshlight? Yes, it literally I looks like an ice cream cone them. with a vagina mouth on it. I know it's it's disturbing. It's I don't good. think I could have sex with an ice cream cone. No, I mean maybe I could. I just I mean, never have tried to have sex with an ice cream cone. Angel says you could have been fucking a grapefruit this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys don't get that reference, just go to Google, YouTube. I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right. You want to answer a few okay, questions yeah, about ready. your dating life? I'm ready. All right. Let's go. These are completely random. Okay. Uh, and if I find one to be inappropriate or not interesting, I'll, I'll swipe by it. Okay. Okay, podcast besties. Time for one more quick break, and then it's back to the drama. Check out tcbpodcast.com for all of our episodes and youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited video episodes. Find us on Instagram at the commercial break and on TikTok at tcbpodcast. And of course, if you want to get in touch with us, which like, of course you do, leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3 or text us at 855-TCB-8383. Now, let's listen to some sponsors and get this show going. Tell us about your, what is your worst dating experience? These are questions you should be asking on a date or of the people. Okay. So I'm asking you. Worst dating experience, Your worst though? dating experience. Honestly, like I haven't had, oh, well. You haven't had a nightmare date? Just bad, like just boringly bad ones. But I will say I did go home with someone one time. Um, we did engage in some fellatio. And then... Um, <laughs> He proceeded to not be able to have sex because of his antidepressants. And then I was like, okay, uh, like very understanding about it. And then he was like, well, like good head's good head. <laughs> and I was like, I need to leave. I was he like, said good head is good head? Yeah, because like he obviously like he like had... came from the head. And then I was like, but you couldn't. Okay. Well, Whoa. fuck you, sir. You're bad. <laughs> okay. Don't like you. <laughs> so hold on. So yeah. you guys go home, mm-hmm. give each other head. Well. Oh, you gave him head. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you wanted to take it further so that yeah. you could get off also. Well, it was like what well, we started to do to have sex. Yeah. And he first, wasn't able to get and it. And it wasn't really working. And so then I was like, oh, okay, well, let's try and oh. work this out. And then, um, and then, then he, he came, came and, and then, then he was, he was like, done. Well, good heads, good head. And I was like, <laughs> you're <laughs> literally heads, so gross. And I was like, I regret oh. this immediately. Yeah, that's kind of a disgusting display it was really of immaturity. Ba- I was just like, this sucks. Like, you, you're, you're mean. <laughs> it's totally mean. It's like, I'm Guys. a nice lady and you're mean. <laughs> So that I guess I would say that was one of my worst. Guys, let me let me give a little advice to the guys out there, to the gentlemen <laughs> out there, the gentlemen mm-hmm. out there. And I say gentlemen because you should be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. If both people aren't getting off, yeah. it's you're not in for the long run. You're in it for a minute. Yeah. And so if you are looking to date somebody and you care at all about their feelings or who they are as a person, <laughs> you have to make an attempt to get them off too. It's not always yeah. going to happen. Guys are different than women. We all know this. I don't need to give a fucking sex ed class here. But I just find like the the younger generation, yeah. I don't think they well, get it. I will say, <laughs> if I didn't come, it didn't count. Like, <laughs> I don't count that as a sexual experience. No! <laughs> Nope, I don't count it. Uh, I'm a virgin. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I will say that. But then I will say some of my other younger companions um, have really been women first. Yo, women good. and women first. Good. And I'm like, absolutely love I'm that I'm glad to us. hear that. I am so glad to hear that because- it's, get, little, it's the guys my age who suck. Yeah, mm-hmm. we get written- It's like the younger guys are better. Oh, really? Yeah, they care more about women. <laughs> The guys my age How are, nice are like, let's just get my dick wet. <laughs> I, you know, I know in a lot of guys in general, just across the board, so bad. who don't give 
a shit and they yeah. they say it privately. We have people that write in, mainly mm-hmm. women who write in with these horrible dating yeah. experiences. And this this is repeated time after time after time. I yeah. dated this guy for three months. Never once did he <sighs> even try to give me an orgasm. Yeah. I dated this guy for a couple of weeks. He could not find a clitoris if it was standing, yeah. you know, if it was right in front of his nose. I did break up with someone because he wouldn't try hard enough. <laughs> yeah. I, just guys. I was like, you're not doing enough for me. Yeah, it's not that hard. Just uh, it's ask. It's really not. Yeah, just ask. Like, you, or just try. Yeah, like, just I try. I get that you're insecure, but just try. Absolutely. Sex is, a, sex is an odd thing. There yeah, is weird. N- it, sex is always weird. If you think about it, take it on face value. No matter what the sexual experience, there's always some oddity about it because it's, it's just weird. A, it's a weird thing to do and it's always sloppy and weird and you're trying to get in the right position and all that stuff yeah if in all of that oddity you can bring some comfort by at least giving a shit then yeah. i think you're one step ahead of the yeah, game that was my trouble with that one guys he legitimately just was like yeah i don't care about you at all uh well then yeah obviously him. no skin off my nose yeah. but i regret fuck. that no foreskin <laughs> off her nose <laughs> okay ready yeah which body part on a lover is your favorite <laughs> i don't know why how you would ask this of someone like not like obvious like not the genital it doesn't say it just says which body part is your favorite which body part is your favorite um Ooh. okay uh i love a good earlobe mm. like mm-hmm. love a good earlobe and i love a good shoulder a good shoulder. Yeah. I like a good shoulder. Yeah, I love a good shoulder. A good shoulder. A mm. good neck. A good shoulder. Yeah. A nice vagina always yeah. helps yeah. in this situation. I don't, I'm like, yeah, that stuff, like, it's, I don't know. So, yeah, and obviously, who doesn't love a butt? Yeah, I like a butt, too. Who doesn't love a butt? But I don't know. There's something about, like, a, a good neck that I really think I, I like yeah. a lot. Okay, yeah, okay, I can see that. I don't know. I you like know, I do. I find necks to be very phallic. Oh, you do? Yeah. Like it's a, like it's very fat. Like it's okay, if you like lean your head back and like like really lean your as head I'm back, doing it right now, and like <laughs> you get the shape of the chin sort of up. That ah. just to me looks like a penis. It's, I, and it's very veiny. Yeah. So it's just very phallic. Like oh, that's a penis. You kind of see what you're saying there. You know, <laughs> I never thought about it that way. <laughs> so like, yeah, necks are fine. <laughs> it's like all the Family Guy people have balls on their chin. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they do. That? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an old one. Okay, ready? Uh huh. What is the worst pickup line you have ever heard? Uh, I mean, there's... People don't really use pickup lines anymore. It's just like, hey, what's up, girl? (laughs) Hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, girl. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. But I will say... It's hard to preach on a full dick. (laughs) If someone ever said that to me, I would punch them in the dick. Carl's... That guy, Carl. Oh my God! So oh my God, dude. Okay. but okay, I will say, like, people will be like, "Oh, you got you got a mirror in your pocket?" Because I see myself in your pants. Oh my! God. And I'm like, that's embarrassing for us both. Please leave. Yeah, I I find pickup lines to be abhorrent. Who uses them? No one. Like. That's not real. No, but that's not true. I had a friend who did, but he was so he struck out every time. I mean, the guy was like not unlucky in love. Mm-hmm exponentially he also smelled very bad i was bad. gonna say is this the stinky guy this is the stinky guy how did you know that <laughs> well i've listened to a lot of episodes oh that's true <laughs> this is the stinky guy and he would use uh-huh. pickup lines and it never and i mean never worked now when you smell like that you just probably have two strikes against you already yeah, there's oof, but he like was just so bad. awkward with with women and i think he felt I think he felt at ease, a little bit more comfortable, knowing uh-huh. what he was going to say going into the conversation. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he like had practiced planning it, out it had your, been rehearsed. what you're going to yeah. say. But he used those cheesy pickup that lines. Sucks. Like, you have a quarter, I'm going to call your mom and tell her I found the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit like that. What is... What is something you have tried really hard to like for a lover or relationship but just could not like Brian and the Jonas brothers. <laughs> the person I was dating. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're just trying really hard. Really I'm like, you're nice. I really, I really am trying here and it's just not doing it. I dated a girl one time who really was into I don't know. I don't know how to describe. 
<laughs> I don't know how to describe this. I'll just say it. Like I, yeah. I'm just going to say it like I say it. She was really into anal sex. Okay. She was really into butt love. And she wanted butt it. Love. Butt love. That's what I call it. Butt love. And I, I think it's better, sounds better yeah, than you ass were like, sex. This yeah. is not, I don't want to. <laughs> you never marry don't, the up the butt girl. Please don't, don't marry me. I know. Honestly, I just didn't we're like into it. it. I just didn't mm. like it. I found it to be uncomfortable. I, I have a real aversion to anything feces related and also yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah it's I know my I wife. get it. I'm also not like a bodily fluids no, person. Uh-uh. There's enough bodily fluids going on anyway yeah. in the act of coitus. And so in the act of sex, I do not it's not my favorite thing. And for mm-hmm. most of the people that I've dated, that's been a plus, not a yeah. minus, right? They're like, okay, I'm not into it either. That's not something I'm interested in. There's no, in. you know, it slipped. Yeah. <laughs> it slipped. Literally, if it slipped, you need to get your eyes checked, yeah, bud. Seriously. <laughs> if you don't know the difference between an asshole and a vagina, you are not trying hard enough mm, to find the difference wrong. between an asshole and a vagina. You shouldn't be having sex Definitely at all. Definitely not. So, but this girl, she just wanted it and she just kept mm-hmm. asking for it and so i obliged a couple of times yeah but then after a hot minute i was like, like listen hey. I, i'm just not all that interested yeah and when you're not and when a guy's not all that interested in something sexually it's mm-hmm. gonna show yeah. like there's gonna be yeah. problems in the bedroom naturally yeah and i offered i said hey listen could we get like a, a toy mm-hmm. that we could play with yeah it just wasn't the same for her so yeah. i understood yeah, yeah. um what is the best compliment you have ever received um so, someone, sorry, someone once told me, I've got two, I think. Well, okay, I have some that I'm not going to say. Okay. Because <laughs> they're enough, just, enough. they're, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're for me. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to make blush. Is that someone once told me I had the body of a Greek goddess. Yeah! And I was like, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love that. That's very sweet. It was just like, you're so beautiful. And I was wow. like, thank you. I am. And then someone else told me, and this is not like necessarily sexual, um, but someone, I have heard this quite a few times. Someone will say, you have a beautiful mouth. And I'm yeah. like, thank you. I think that's a really nice compliment because your mouth is a big part of your face. <laughs> it's a big part of your face and it's not something you would usually compliment. Yeah. When some people are like, you have a beautiful mouth, like beautiful lips. I'm like, oh, Thank you. This is so weird that you're saying this right now. Uh-huh. Because before you came over today, I don't know why I was thinking about this. Probably because I saw a post by this this woman that I used to date um, for like a hot minute. It wasn't it wasn't very long. We remained friends. Mm-hmm. But I remember that I was working at a at the restaurant when we uh, at a restaurant when we met. I was sitting at the bar after a shift. Mm-hmm. Her friend had come in from out of town. I was sitting and talking with her friend, and this girl who I was dating came up and she started, you know. Like, guffawing a little bit over me. Like, isn't he cute? He's so cute. Whatever. (laughs) She's like, look at his mouth. Isn't his mouth so sexy? Like, the little thing he's got under his lip. Isn't that, like, the whole lip and mouth thing so sexy? I'm just in love with that part of him. And I was like, oh, wow. So I got a mouth compliment one time, and it has stuck with me. I love a mouth compliment. I love a mouth compliment. It's really nice. And, like, I've heard it, like, not to brag. Why are we giving but, more mouth compliments? <laughs> well, I've heard it like a few times, like quite wow. a few times. And I'm like, thank you. Including from that one guy who she got off and then left the room. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. You got a pretty mouth, Christina. <laughs> I'll I, see I you later. That, man. He's my enemy now. <laughs> I have a lot of enemies. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, you have a lot of enemies? No, I'm no, just I don't shitting around. You. Yeah. I don't Just believe being it, silly. If you could receive a psychic ability for dating, what would it be? Um, That's an interesting question. I guess I would. I would want. Ooh. I would want to know someone's real motivations. I think that's the biggest issue. Do you have trust issues around motivations? Um, like, are they just here I to get ass? And- I wouldn't say I have trust issues around it, but I would will say that like the the people being here like just to fuck is really. It really irks me, really gets under my skin because I'm like, I'm not here to be used. Like, obviously, like, we all use people Mm. (laughs) in our lives, especially like when we're younger, you know, we don't necessarily think about people's feelings. But I think it's hard. People will often say what you want to hear just to get what they want. And then they don't treat you that well. Do you think that this is... uh do you think this is like a younger generation thing that it's so transactional, the nature of dating? Perhaps. That people just don't, it's it's not something that they, 
for me, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. Right? I can't think now. Of course, I've had one night stands, and there's yeah. been sexual trysts and all that. But I, I think everybody knew the score. Yeah, right? and when you're both like when yeah. you're on the same page, everything's fine. You meet somebody at a bar or a party, you get drunk, you're like, oh, let's go, you know, you go yeah. back, you fuck, and maybe it just it's just not a relationship that continues after that. We've all, I, I would think, if you're a certain age and you're mm-hmm. sexually active or like to have sex, you've probably done that before. Yeah, but I can't think of a time when I actually just dated a girl to have sex with her. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just not that. I don't know if it's necessarily like, like people will just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than just like, it does, like I would it like to know people's, to, yeah. it really bothers, well, because also sometimes you have to be like, do they really like who I am mm. or do they just like what I look like? Interesting. Which is like a weird thing to be because it's also like oh poor me pretty girl like yeah you know it's and it's like that's a stupid thing to be upset about but it's also so. not because it's like that's that is part of my life I and like think so. i do have to be aware of that and like sometimes what really bothers me is like and this is kind of different to what i was just talking about but sometimes people will um like treat you like a girlfriend but then they don't want to commit to you in the same way but then it's like the way they are with you one on one is like amazing. It's really great. Things are wonderful. Turns um, off the second they leave. Well, yeah, or it's just like they just don't think about you in other aspects of, of your of their life. Um, they don't. Like, they don't invite you out with friends. Yeah, they don't or connect like you even with... if we do hang out, it's just like it's not in a like we're romantic way, and that's really frustrating. It's frustrating to feel like like you're not good enough necessarily to be with them in that way yeah Yeah. and it's and i feel like that's maybe been a pattern for me is like people will they want me but they just don't want all of me do you so you so i I do see what you're saying Uh what you're saying is that guys or girls come Mm -hmm. into your life you guys have chemistry Mm -hmm. they blow smoke up your ass or they say (laughs) the right things right yeah and then it turns physical while mm-hmm. you're with them one-on-one you feel really connected with yeah, them yeah really connected but then really these, cared for yeah. and then like they seem dismissive in the rest of their life yeah and then the rest it's just like not you're just not that important and it's like well then why are you treating me this one way when we're on our own like if if you just wanted to fuck just fuck yeah just tell me yeah like i just want to like, fuck we can I, work something out yeah let me make a decision but like, about whether or not that makes sense yeah but like and then of course when you go further along, you have those conversations and you realize motivations or mm. whatever. Um, it changes like the way you connect, yeah, and like it makes the sex worse. <laughs> like totally, things are just different, and I get it's this. not good. I get it's, this, and it just sucks. So I would just like to know people's real motivations at the start. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think I've felt that way before. I mm-hmm. my uh, I've always said this. Show me a good-looking person and I'll show you someone who's insecure about being good-looking. Mm-hmm. And here's yeah. the reason why I believe that. Is because when you are a, an ext- an attractive person, mm-hmm. let's say the, like a universally attractive, everyone says, "Oh, that's a pretty girl or oh, mm-hmm. that's a handsome dude." You hear that so much that I think when you mature, when you're a little bit self-aware, mm-hmm. you understand that you want to be cared for more than just the good looks Mm -hmm. and you have a hard time deciphering the difference between someone liking you for your good looks Mm -hmm. or liking you for who you are yeah and me being a homely guy i'm like (laughs) i gotta use my personality i gotta lead with personality because i'm not tom cruise right i'm not brad pitt but i i do understand how people who are very attractive and get told that a lot Uh have this void that they're trying to always fill yeah. because everyone else is telling them how wonderful they look. Mm-hmm. But what they really probably want is someone to see them for who they are, yeah. not for how they look. And I think it's also tricky because I have a very strong personality. And yes, like, you do. <laughs> I've always had a very strong sense of self. I have a very strong personality. And I think oftentimes people are just like, whoa, this is all too much. Like, you're mm. a lot. And... I don't like if I'm not the right person for you. That's fine. Like I'm not offended by that. Like you're not gonna. Like, it doesn't. It's not gonna affect my sense of self. Yeah. But what? But it bothers me when it's like, oh yeah, like you're great. You're so wonderful, and like all the signs are there of like this is good, and then it flips. 
And it's like, what the fuck? But then you still want me in other ways, but you just don't want me all the time. Yeah, you and you and you're and they you sense that your personality is over. Like they don't know how to handle it. Yeah, it's like I mean, I'm a, I'm a lot. Like, <laughs> does that ha- happen mainly with guys? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's not an issue with women. I think that there is a whole slew of men mm-hmm. out there, right? Um, who have a real problem. Mm-hmm. understanding, accepting, and integrating with a woman who's particularly assertive. Yeah. I think it's problematic. It, it, yeah, it's yeah. really difficult. It's and not I, how I think the brain a lot works. of men are very intimidated by totally the way that I am. Totally. Which is not, I mean, I'm like, whatever. I If you want to be, whatever. <laughs> if you don't, whatever. I agree with you. But it's it's frustrating. And it's also, I think, sometimes men or people will hear me say that and they're like, oh, you're so conceited. <sighs> and I'm like, no, I like this. No, I, I just, just have a strong. Value. I have a strong sense of self, and like I always have. Yeah. I mean, I'm the youngest of three. This is what bugs <laughs> the shit out of me about these like videos, like the one we watched last time, where, oh, the, I know. where the women are reverting back to some weird submissive, I know. like shut the fuck up and let the man deal with it and go through God by the man. So All, stupid. It really, it really upsets me because I think that men have this like almost genetic code mm-hmm. that makes us nervous to be around women who are asserting themselves yeah. confident in themselves and mm-hmm. self-aware yeah i think it's really problematic let me ask you an yeah. interesting question okay. that i've asked chrissy a couple times and we've all we've we've asked this four or five times <laughs> okay if you were in a relationship uh-huh. and someone was cheating on you and you could know or not know would you want to know or not know I'd want to know. You don't want to know? No, I would want to know. You would want to know. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. For sure. I forget who it was. And then I would fuck them up. (laughs) Amen. We've all been cheated on. That fucking sucks, man. I mean, my only experience with it is, was never confirmed. Yeah. And I think that bothers me because Uh. I'm pretty certain what happened but I don't have any proof of it. And I never got proof. And we just broke up and I was like, don't want you in my life anymore, whatever. And then I proceeded to go through a very difficult time involving something else. So it didn't really, it, if I hadn't been through that other difficult thing, um, I probably would have like focused on that more. Sure. Um, but it just wasn't relevant to my life anymore after that. Mm. And so I I don't know. I think it does bother me though sometimes as I think about it and I'm like, I know you fucking cheated on me, you <laughs> I rat know your bastard. Dick was in someone else. Mm-hmm. God damn and, it. He married her. He did? Yeah. He married the up-the-butt girl. Good for her. Never marry the up-the-butt girl. <laughs> Good for him. Good for her. Never marry the up-the-butt girl. <laughs> but honestly, you do you. If you want to do it up-the-butt, do it up-the-butt. No, I agree with you. That's that, guy, <laughs> that guy, Paul, that I was like, he's the painter guy that I worked for during the Olympics. So he used to say, you're at that age where you're scared of pussy. He would oh, also yeah. say, never marry the up-the-butt girl. Yeah, he's full of beans, as they say. <laughs> I'm not sure that guy ever had sex if once. If you're doing it up the butt, hopefully you're not full of beans. <laughs> Ooh. Fair enough. These bitches is messy. Fair enough. <laughs> you know who's got a perfectly clean colon, probably? Joe Jonas and the Khaleesi. Those two should get back together. The Khaleesi. The Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Sorry. <laughs> I've now talked about 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Taylor Swift, Joe yeah. Jonas. It's that kind of show. This is devolved a yeah. little. I feel like I blame myself. You, <laughs> I love it. I love having you here. And so do the people out there. They love it. Lots uh. of great compliments. Thanks for all of the communications. If you want to get a hold of us, you can. Go to tcbpodcast.com. The entire library, audio and video, right there at one location. You can also hit the Contact Us button. If you want your free Piggy Fronting sticker, the next in our yes. series... Hit the contact us button, drop down menu, I want my sticker, send us your address, we'll send it off to you. Questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas can also be sent on the website or at 626-ASK-TCB3. That's 626-ASK-TCB, the number three, toll-free from anywhere in the world. Hit us up or leave us a voicemail, and maybe your voice will be on the commercial break. Ask TCB, ask Brian's mom. You have a question for somebody in the studio (laughs) or outside of the studio for Christina. (laughs) You can leave us a voicemail, and then you might hear your voice on the show. If you don't want your real name used, don't say it. That's just all I got to say. I'll try and cut the voice. I'll try and cut the names out. But if you don't want your real voice, a real name used, I can bleep it. Yeah, you can bleep it. Christina will bleep it. Uh, More editing work for Christina. 
<laughs> but it'll be somebody besides my voice. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok. And please do us a favor. Go to youtube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed. Please subscribe and like on your favorite video. We sure would appreciate it. Okay. Well, I guess that's all I can do for today, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you, best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast uh, universe. We love you. (laughs) Thanks for being so good to us. Until next time, we always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Check your panties. <laughs> <laughs>